Welcome back, everyone, to the Screening Club podcast, where we break down the latest in entertainment each week for you. Uh, I am here, as always, with my two associates, uh, my brother Chris and our good friend Mike. How are you guys doing? What up? Doing good. How are you? Doing pretty well. Been watching a good amount of TV this this week. Mm-hmm. A lot has come back. One show in particular has has gone away, but but more will be will follow in its path. It's very true. We'll get into that. Yes. Are you you talking about the the, the young pope? Oh yeah. A little bit of a crazy ending. Open ended ending. Yeah, I, I was on Reddit the other day and I was looking at the television subreddit and they they were someone posted an article about how the young pope despite hbo's like power work to get it big is actually did very well did okay like it didn't do amazing but it did enough that it it had a good amount of like in ratings like in ratings i would say what do you mean despite hbo's work to get it big like hbo didn't really do a lot of big marketing for it so despite hbo's lack of work Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 okay well, I think it was pretty much generally like everyone seemed to like it, right? Yeah. It's been renewed. It's been renewed, yeah. Uh, and I really liked it. I mean, those last, like the last handful of episodes especially to me were very good. Mm-hmm. I was very pull- pulled into it. But we'll get more we'll have a into that later. Spoiler-filled dive later. Any, uh, anything else happened with you guys this this week? The teeth are uh, healing up. Teeth are healing up. Uh, I'm putting Mike on the spot. He went into a float tank. No, <laughs> I did. I did. What was the story of that? He got our friend Sean that I go to the float tank with. He got sick of us hearing about all how we love the float tank. He, it was it was it was a spite float, and he got peer Let pressure. Let me just say, with these us. two take their their floating very seriously. Probably like past the point where it's like fun to to be around them <laughs> while they while they experience it. Um, That's because you shit on it the entire time. I like I like to make jokes, okay, and they don't appreciate my jokes. Really, and they they get very serious when you talk about the float. Well, Mike did zero research on the experience before going in. He had no idea what was going to happen. And you have to do research. No, or? but like he was he would ask us questions like. That seemed to convey that he thought he was going to be completely submerged in water <laughs> with some sort of breathing apparatus. <laughs> that wasn't the case. <laughs> it is not the case. Uh, so we were dismayed a little bit about how little research, nary, nary one Google it had seemed. Uh, but I think it was a, on the whole positive experience for you. But let me just double check here. Was it? A spite float. You only did it so that you didn't have to listen to them. It was not a spite float. No, I. I Why I was, did you? Do I was it? open to it. I was open to the new experience, and I wanted to to see for myself what it was like. <clears throat> um, I don't think I came away nearly as as enlightened as as they did uh, on well, their, their first their first first floating experience. It. I, th- I think what you mean to say is not nearly as enlightened as they think they are. <laughs> Possibly. Probably the same level of his. I mean, they uh, they really seem to connect with with the experience of floating uh, on a level that I just I don't think I could ever achieve. Well, as um, the great Joe Rogan says, it's like peer, peeling off layers of an onion. So every time you go into the, you're tank, just sort of this lying there on your back, the onion, baby, in this this really salty water for for an hour, and the salt some t- salty water sometimes gets in your eyes, <laughs> and in your mouth, and in your nose. And it is painful, and it's extremely distracting from this, we this meditative him, experience. About. Did that happen to you, Chris? Well, like the fr- well, not <coughs> not the second time, but the first time it did. But they give you a bottle of uh, some liquid to some sort of solution to to yeah, wipe to, your eyes away. But if you get that solution in your mouth, somehow it got in Mike's mouth. I don't know. It, how that <laughs> Why don't you? They have you wear a damn mask because it's all about. I think That's we should one wear more some goggles. Are, well, you can if you really want. You can wear you can wear bathing suit in there if you want to. But it's all about it's all about disconnecting yourself and being in a sensory. <laughs> now, see, whatever I talk about, it, Mike laughs. Well, no, it's like disconnecting myself. Uh, but I'm, there's I'm, like I'm this constant fear of, of getting this stuff in your mouth. But there isn't though. You're the water only comes up to like here. So it didn't happen to you. 
not the second time. The first time I got, mm. I, the first time I was worried about how long I had been in the tank, so I got out and well, I peeked my head out, and when I peeked my head out, the water that was in my hair had dripped, oh, down, yeah. dripped down to my eyes. So I was, just, you know, it's a learning experience. You well, next time that didn't happen to me because I knew about it. So it stung your eyes for like a second, and then I sprayed it with the thing, and then I wiped it off and went back in the tank. Yeah, okay. Somehow Mike got it in his mouth. <sighs> did Did you complain, Mike? No, I didn't complain. But you thought about it. No, I didn't think you mean of a complaint to like the place. I, I, yeah, it's I all his it fault. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the same place? Oh yeah, there's only one place in the area. Wow. Um, I guess well, there was one in Manchester. Local, I, I heard our, our friend Tony is building his own. If you guys want like a great. like a more in like a lower basement? cost, some people have. Yeah. Yes, some people do. Like they rent them out and they have them in their. You house probably room. could create your own. I mean. I don't think with, with I don't, limited Mike, resources. But I don't think you're understanding how serious the filtration and cleaning systems and those things are. After well, we if it's leave, just your own personal one, no, you probably don't have to worry too yeah, much. Yeah, but about you want cleaning. all bacteria to be gone because you don't want it to grow in the tank while you're not there. Yeah, I, I know. There's like, there's a reason why it takes an hour to clean up. Uh, Tony's tank actually on. embraces the bacteria. And, <laughs> and, and another thing is, TT, Tony's as tank. a as a security feature, he stares at you the, the, the whole time to make sure that, that, that you're okay. It's a, a security oh, feature. There's a camera in the tank. But that, that reminds me of, um, have you guys, Mike, I know you don't watch Always Sunny, right? But Chris, have you seen any of the, the new season? Not, <clears throat> no, I haven't seen any of the new season. The, I, I think it's the second most current episode. Um is like a classic like it, it is one of the classics but the episode before that there is a <laughs> there is this shot that just had me cracking up where i mean i don't want to spoil it for you but it's just like a shot like the idea of the episode is dennis is being investigated for a murder uh and it's in like the style of like one of those reality t- uh, tv shows yeah, where they're being investigated but He's like doing a great job with the investigator, and like they're ki- they're kicking it off, and like then the investigator is like voicing it over, and he's like, "Then I left, and I thought everything was fine until I reviewed the tape after and saw one of like the the craziest, like most like like disturbing things I've ever seen." And as soon as he leaves, Dennis like is like laughing, like he made he made a joke with the guy or something, mm. and then he turns to the camera and immediately gets ext- like completely straight face and just stares <laughs> directly into the camera and then doesn't leave. <laughs> and then the tape fast fast forwards and it's just like several hours yeah. of Dennis just staring, <laughs> staring dead-eyed in, into this this camera. Uh, and that's the look that Tony gives you when he's watching <laughs> you in, in the tank. Um, right. But anyway, yeah. Well, that, that, that sounds like a good experience. C- congratulations, Mike. Yeah, congrats, Mike. Thank you. And you'll go again, maybe? Uh, I'm not in any rush. <laughs> and maybe one day it'll just say, man, I'm stressed out. I'm going back. I'm going back to the tank. I feel like I'd prefer to just go get like a massage or something. <laughs> Is there any like... Teach their own. I actually felt like physically tired yeah, it's be- not, from being in that it's tank. Not, for- unless you... Apparently when you sleep in there, it's like it's supposed to be like very good sleep, but... The way the thing, at least my friend and I are trying to do, is we're trying to like be introspective and trying to like look within ourselves, and that can take a lot out of you. So I think that's what you're feeling like. No, no, I'm just, I was just really <laughs> tired because when you're because when you're constantly thinking about going through things in your head for like an, literally an hour straight with no breaks, it can be. Let's move on. To, well, to a show about looking within oneself. Yeah, we've all like, uh, our friend David could. Could, could get something from from a sensory deprivation tank. Yeah, I uh, so I watched. We're talking about Legion. Yeah, I did watch the first episode. Okay, you guys have watched two now, right? Yep. Uh, don't mind spoiling it. Sure. Uh, so let's let let's dive in though. So that first episode, it was pretty good. I don't know. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I I I wasn't. I get. Yeah, it was a pretty good good setup. Mm. A pretty good set. I mean, I I'll I'll definitely watch more. And were you see where were you impressed by like the scope and the the visual uh, ambition of it? Um, yeah, scope and visual ambition. Yeah, I mean, that's a yes. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. I think it was. Oh, I guess I I haven't really thought about it too much since I watched it. Other than I just sort of came away like 
ambivalent to it. Like it was pretty good. Like yeah, there there was a lot of cool cool stuff going on, and like I'm. Are you talking about specifically like the the visuals that were well, in there, that, that there episode? Were a few scenes throughout that that pilot episode that were, were pretty amazing. <clears throat> For just on a, on a Let's talk about level. them, please. What I I want to hear you uh, talk talk about them. What you liked? Just, just the the caliber, the execution of of, of them was well, they, was really impressive. There were those two uh, long takes which you had warned me about. Which I, I mean didn't that really that like. scene in the kitchen where like all the Everything within within that, that kitchen sort of flies around, exploded and, and floated around him like that. Yeah, that uh, long take at the end with the, the, the like battlefields with all his all his. I did really, I did like that battlefield scene, except for the guy that just like flings his hand at people. Yeah, and they fly off. I thought that was a little cheesy. Wasn't a great effect. Yeah, but everything else I really liked about it. Um, so all the people. That are like in the background of scenes, <clears throat> s- sitting down are supposed to be fake, right? Like those are just things in his mind. What What do you mean, uh, sitting like at the institution? Like you don't like all the. Well, I noticed everywhere he went, there would be like weird looking people sitting in chairs or oh, standing in few, corners like and there stuff was that like guy that. In the green in the greenery. Did you see him? There was like the guy in the greenery, like standing, like. Up against a wall, he's in like the background of shots, which I think is what you're talking about. I think in each scene, I think you're right. There are a few people that are just in his mind that seem to follow him. Is that what they're supposed to be? And they were in like a bunch of scenes, though. Like I yeah. saw, like right at the beginning, there were like weird people sitting in chairs in the back of the room when he's being interviewed, right in like that opening scene. And then I noticed it for the rest of the episode. Like every time he'd be talking with someone, there'd be like strange-looking people sitting in chairs or standing mm-hmm. in corners in the back. Um, I had a question about this show. Mike and I had, had a disagreement about when do you think this show is set? Like what time period? Um. Okay. Well, you you guys have have watched more, but it definitely it definitely seemed to me like it was pretty modern to me. Like I, that's what Mike. I thought it I was, think it is modern. I thought it was set in the seventies. I think wh- where you're getting that from is um, all the scenes the visual in aesthetic. the mental hospital. They're they're all wearing very like drab. Yeah. Uh, dated uh, clothing that would suggest they're they're in the seventies, or some sort of like even like utopian, when his sister, like his sister version of 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 the seventies. I guess you're right like from Clockwork Orange. I think you're right. I think you're both but right. Yeah. They there is some modern technology being being used. Was there modern technology? I'm just trying to think. Uh, yeah the the interrogator had some sort of iPad or tablet device. Okay. Also, Chris, is that a New York Giants shirt? Yeah, man. What is this? Check this out. Chris, screw you. Look at this. <laughs> what is this? Why? Like, you didn't get that at a store. You specifically went, like, online. No, I got you it. went shopping around. They, they don't sell those around said, here. I no, want check, this. Hey, check this out. Got this at a thrift store. No, you didn't. Yeah, I got it at Savers. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll get, okay. that's well, a little bit better than what Mike was thinking, but still. <laughs> the, the Giants didn't get any money for this, is the, if that's what you're thinking. Well... The savers now knows that they they should stock more New York <laughs> really Giants. That at savers, yeah, some dead man. Wow, Chris. New York Giants fan. That's a, that fits you well too. Um, <laughs> wait, but why? You still said, "Oh, let's get this shirt." Well, would would, like would, would would you have done that if it was an Oakland Raiders shirt? Yeah, I like the Raiders. So you were just in the market for a NFL team shirt. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot. Of, you guys know this. I have a lot of. I've swear Brown shirts, I wear Chargers shirts. Yeah, but the New York yeah, Giants, Giants have a certain ca- cachet in this area, Chris. Well, you know what? I will say that Giants are a sensitive spot for <laughs> yeah. many of us. I will say that, that I'm a, I'm a lot less happy with the Giants now that uh, friend of the show Victor Cruz is gone. But did did you see what happened as soon as they released him? His Wikipedia page. Did you guys see this? Oh. His Wikipedia page was edited to say that he was new wide receiver on the New England Patriots. But it was taken away. I can see it. I can see it. But he'll I get, think... He'll get a workout with the Patriots. Yeah. I mean, he's a UMass Lowell boy. It's true. What can you do? But anyway, Chris, let's let's keep those ty- type of shirts. Uh, wow. Keep them to yourself in the future. Oh, what did you think of uh, episode two, Chris? <clears throat> so episode two, it... 
it was interesting because from the looks of the all the trailers and stuff, you would have thought that multiple episodes would have been inside of that asylum with the right. But the asylum now is beyond us, and we're in Summerland. What this called? What the place is called? And it's a little bit. It made me feel like okay, there's this like other X Men, this other school for Shadow X Men. Yeah, school for gifted mm. individuals that this mysterious woman runs. Mm. And it, it was cool to see they're like, they have their own little devices, kind of like Cerebro. Um, like the thing that they held on to when they could go into the dream artists. That's pretty cool. Place. Memory work. So, yeah. That sounds like the Scientology machine. It actually looked similar. It looked a lot like, like, like a Scientology like auditing yeah. machine. It really? Two, it was a t- big table, silver table, and across the table at each setting was two Maybe that's like the desired effects of the Scientologists. Uh, or maybe they, they just wanted to, to convey those, those like... Metal bars. Like... Like the, the cultist nature of, the, of this new thing that they're attached to. By the way, it was cool to just go back into his dreams, even though... Or his memories, even though we're not 100% sure whether these memories are 100% true or if they're things that he's created in his mind. I just love the idea that, that um, Gene Smart's character laid out at the beginning about how, like, just reframing your, your own personal story and narrative. Hmm. Like, he spent his whole life thinking he was this um, mental patient suffering from schizophrenia, um, but unbeknownst to him he was just extremely an extremely gifted mutant and um his 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 whole life uh he, he suffered as a result of of thinking he was one thing when he was really another so it's really cool to just go back and uh through all of his uh memories as as a child and as a, as an adolescent to see that see all well all the all the incidents in which he thought he was suffering from his mental illness were really just a result of his power um and to just sort of reframe that um, mm-hmm. is a really interesting idea that is cool is the woman from parks and rec still here yeah she's she's a series regular even though she died in the first episode she's still <laughs> appearing in uh, flashbacks or visions and um yeah, visions. I was wondering that because she said in an interview, like, it's only going to get crazier on Legion. I would say this episode was not as uh, intense or... Uh, there was no, like, big action yeah, piece no, or anything. No huge action you're, pieces. You're telling me there was nothing on this episode indicative of what time time we're in? Like, there was no I cars? Mean, they were in... I'm, episode three, I'm going to be watching very closely. <laughs> I, I really haven't episode, thought too, too, be... too much about it. After this episode, I'm gonna be doing some googling. But <laughs> no, in this episode, they're in like a like a camp out in the woods. Oh, it's almost like they're really trying to. It's to really. Hide it. it is vague. Maybe um, pulling a little M Night Shyamalan. Everyone familiar with the, how he's messed around with time periods b- mm-hmm. before. Shout out M Night. But um, so, anything else happened in this this episode? Um, there. Well, his sister got. Kidnapped. She was kidnapped. Did I forget about that? Remember, the sister came to the mental hospital and was like, "My brother's been here for years." Yeah, blah, yeah. blah blah. And then, like, one of the weird villains took her, and then he tried to leave. And then his girlfriend convinced him to stay and hone his powers so that they can all save her together. Uh, That's probably going to. I'm be noticing that when I watch season. shows really late at night, right before I go to sleep, I tend to f- forget certain details about them. Sorry, right, I got you. Join the club. Happens a lot. I got you. <laughs> that happens to me no matter what time of day. <laughs> I'm watching. Um, but, yeah, I'll definitely catch up uh, to you guys for, for next week because it seems sure. like it's going to be pretty cool uh, and we can we can discuss it. Any thoughts going forward for us to think about? Um, I did want to ask you one quick question about Legion, Jeff. Yes. If you didn't, this is, this, you might not know this answer because it's uh, what if. If you didn't know it was X-Men related, do you think you would have had a better experience? Like, if you thought it was this mental patient show, and then at the end, like, all this crazy stuff happened? Um, yeah, it definitely would have been more of, like, a, you know, crazy thing. Yeah. Um, better? <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Although, I'm not sure I would have been, been watching it if it wasn't, mm, didn't have that. Big X-Men fan. 
Mm, no, <laughs> but I think in. it's cool to have that as... It's true. You know, I, I at least want to check check it out with people saying that it was good and yeah. ha- having that that backdrop. But yeah, that that would have been more crazy if it was first just a just a, in a psychiatric hospital. But yeah, very cool. So we'll keep we'll keep up with it, huh? Oh yeah. Let's do some quick hits. All right, so I can start off with quick hits with Walking Dead returned. For Congratulations, Chris! <laughs> Mid season premiere. <laughs> Chris saw your article. You you were very excited, huh? I am. I'm struggling within myself because there's only so many times you can say this episode was good and I have hope like for the future. Like it's really might be turning around. There's only so many times you can say that until you can say, until you have to say this is a good show on TV. That's what I'm struggling with right now. Cause it what? was a good episode. Because you, you think, think it next, was gone next, next week that it's going to revert back into their, 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 their <laughs> you, patterns. They their... always could. Just, you know, usual crap that, that you've been <laughs> dealing with. The crux, the crux of this arc is they need to take their time and they need to let it, they need to let the pain linger. Does this show still feel as though it has like a reason to exist beyond just the fact that it makes AMC a shitload of money? Like, like is there any reason that, fact that this show is still a show that exists to tell a story about these, these specific characters? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You like, watch is it. it really? Could the show have ended like three years ago, and we'd all, we'd be the same? But none the wiser. Mm, that's a good question. I mean, there I is like some, your, there is like hesitation. There is a. Uh, I've is, said is in the past, answer. there is a cyclical cyclical nature to this to The Walking Dead, where it's like survive, interruption, fight back to peace survive do you think so are are you thinking it's only still on tv because it's so popular and they just want to milk it i think that's a huge huge reason it it might still be uh on tv now if if it wasn't as popular as as it is but i'm thinking like three or four years down the road when we're in like season 11 and the show's still super popular like we're all gonna be saying man the show should have ended like three years (laughs) well i think i think i think way down the road the the show will evolve, and Robert Kirkman, the creator of the of the comic and producer on the show, has said that the comic would go on even if all the main characters died. If Rick died, the show would go on. So I think it's possible for like the Rick arc to end and the show to continue. Chris, don't these comic books just go on and on though? Like, yeah, comics are a world where. Comics are insane. Like things have, like characters die, but they always will come back. Uh, mm. char- big things happen because it's all a big circle, and things get re- refreshed all the time. But actually, speaking about the Walking Dead comic, they put out in an effort to get readers to read the comic because there's so many, so many more people watch the show than read the comic. They put out a 25 cent issue um, oh. to kind of get in, in in a new kind of okay starting place. Yeah, um, and that was pretty interesting. So everyone go over and get that comic. Do you know how it's sold? I don't know. I did buy one. And how was it? I didn't read it. <laughs> are, are, do, do you plan? Because I'm, I'm not up to date on the Walking Dead comic. No. I, well, so, so Mike, you don't watch it, but you, you used to watch it. I've only seen the first season. Wow. Which is like six episodes. <laughs> but Chris, you also seem like you've you've lost faith and then... It's you're, for you're a while, confused. For a while, it's just been a fun, a really fun show that I don't really pay that much attention to. And now it's really fun, but it also has a good storyline. Like one, one of the funnest zombie action scenes I've seen in a long time. Was funnest, yeah, like something really cool. So, what are your thoughts moving forward for us? Hope, hope, <laughs> hope for the characters, or just for you as a viewer? Rebellions are built on hope. Oh my. God. Hope for the show. Let's not go go that far. Let me do a couple quick hits here. First, um, one that's not listed on our show outline. Sorry, friends. Uh, last night, I watched the new John Wick. I'm going to be writing an article about this. Won't go into it because are, are you guys John Wick fans? Mm-hmm. I haven't even seen the first one. I'd like to, though. Watch it, dude. It's awesome. It's pretty good. I really was a big fan of the first one. The second one was not as good, but pretty good. Yeah. Um, 
John Wick. Do, do you know anything about it? It's probably better if you go in knowing like as as little no as possible. Like Keanu Reeves plays a, a cold blooded killer. Well. He's a crazy guy. He blows down a lot of people. Shoots a lot of people in the face. Yeah, they upped that in this in this movie. Good. He, uh, but it also is so like to me like the movie is like aware in like a good way. Like they play around with it, and it's like a little bit jokey at times. Mm-hmm. Like just the, the the way that everyone talks about John Wick is very like. <laughs> Like he's just this crazy guy that like yeah like we all have no no hope like it's just John Wick is John Wick, but what I really do like about that movie is like this whole little like this well not little like this expansive like underground world thing that they've built around it that they went more into in this second movie just like you know there's like sort of like a safe house type thing where like even if you're having like a fight to the death fight with someone if you're on the grounds of this location like you can't fight it's like very like sort of gentlemanly code type type thing yeah. um but yeah really cool stuff if you like action stuff uh this is the place this is the place to get like just right. hardcore Keanu Reeves brawl <laughs> like crazy guns cars and like fighting I like it yeah I like Ke- Ke- Keanu Reeves he's a good guy he's a really cool guy um, let me also quickly just give myself a quick hit. Goliath, this show, guy, Chris. I know you've watched a bit of it. Yeah, I finished it up. Nice. Wow. How many episodes? Ten. Uh, thirty. Aren't they? No. <laughs> aren't they no it was that? actually eight. Yeah. It was only half eight hour yeah. episodes. Or am I wrong about that? Uh some Amazon no. show. No, I, I, I think that they're all between forty and an hour. Oh, I it think. was um. It's transparent that it's half an hour episodes. I knew some names. Um, I went through. I've done this in the past. Like I finished it up. Well, I, I only finished it up yesterday, but I went through the whole gambit with this show. Like I came in, I was like, "What is going on?" I was like, "This is crazy." And I even texted you guys. I was like, "This show is like crazy awesome." Um. Then I went through this this roller coaster of like, you know, like I can't wait to see what's what's gonna happen. Like this is crazy. Like the whole like the story is just crazy. Um, and then like towards the end, I was like, oh, now I like sort of don't want to watch because then I'm not gonna be able to watch more. Like it's just gonna be done when it's done. The show, without spoiling it, as you guys haven't watched the whole thing, all I would say is. I just I love the story. Billy Bob and the rest of the acting is is really good. I would just say at times some of the characters are a little bit you know, like you've mentioned at times about ta- ta- Taboo Chris, but you sort of mentioned like the the king as far as like his costuming as car- car- cartoonish. Like over the top. Some of these characters are a little bit like that. Like there's like oh. a bad guy who's very sort of like over the top a little bit. Although towards the end I think they sort of you know, once you understand more. Sure. Um, and then, yeah, for for the most part, I think, like, everyone in that show does an awesome job. Like, I'm buying into to everything, the uh, story. Um, just in general, really cool story, really great acting in that show. And, uh, like, I'm just looking forward to season two. I'm really happy it got picked up. I would check it out. Everyone, check it out. We'll talk more about Goliath. How about uh, a little Taboo, Chris? A little quick hit for Taboo. So, Taboo, working its way on its fifth episode. And this episode, you're okay with light spoilers, right, Jeff? Whatever you you want, yeah. This episode, we got so close to Tom Hardy going to America. (laughs) He got some boats. But in America? No, he's in England. He already there's tried to get of, a boat. There's a lot of Americans. Is that like, like a big story for him? Is that he's trying to get to America? He's not trying to get to America. He's that's like the thing like that it makes sense that he would be doing next. But he's trying to make a deal with the Americans because the the uh, Revolutionary War is about to end. He's mm-hmm. trying to make a lot of money off of 
selling things to the Americans. He owns land that would be very enticing to both the Americans and the British governments. Yeah. So he got some boats. He got he sold some gunpowder. And then right when he was about to leave, one of the guys from the company came up and said, like, the gloves are off. And one of the boats, like, exploded. Oh, my God. Did, didn't almost the same thing happen? No, he blew up someone else's okay. boat. Okay, <laughs> yeah. A lot of boats exploding in the show. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but there's some really, like, hardcore killing in this show, in, in this episode. Uh, he was betrayed. He figured out how the boat thing happened. He was betrayed. Oh. And someone got pretty fucked up for that. Oh, my God. And then there, yeah, it was just, the thing I liked about this episode is that a lot of the, it was a good, it was a good episode five because a lot of the, the arcs in the first half of the season were pushed to the side and now we're moving forward. Uh, Both people like main characters got killed and those, now those storylines are done and also big story moments happened. So you should definitely watch it. Very cool. Yeah. I'm only one episode behind, so I'll. I'll make sure to, to, to catch up. It is a really good show. Mike, you should hop in, man. I think you're a little too far behind. Hey. Well. Never say never. Yeah. That's what they said about... Uh, Goliath. About G- yeah, G- <laughs> Goliath. They said, they said oh, it really? can never be done. They said it. <laughs> Goliath, though, is really good. <laughs> like, Goliath is one of the like coolest shows I've seen in a long time. Um, but very cool, Chris. We'll we'll yeah, talk we more about that. How about some quick hits from Mike? He's been silent. My turn. Yeah. No, I think we've actually got. To, let, let, let's just keep. Let's, let's just keep rolling That's right true. by him. We have a good flow going. No, Mike, please tell us about how about this. Th- this is us. This is us. Yes. Uh, we I've talked sort of periodically about about this is us. Uh, I think Chris even gave it a shot cha- a shot uh, back in its uh, beginnings. Is that correct, Chris? Yes. Chris just tuned me out. Yeah, <laughs> we, were, we were about to. I said yes. What are you talking about? To be fair, we got the two now king right I here. Know, we know. were about to talk. This is us. I don't see. I don't watch that show. I know. Yeah, but he asked if you ever watched it. And I said yes. Yeah, but it was pretty clear that you were just like you paused. And for all just... of our listeners, you can go back about a minute and hear Mike ask me a question. More like and 30 I, seconds. And I say yes. <laughs> Yeah, but if you were here with us, you would see that Chris was looking directly down into his phone and did not even acknowledge at first when Mike spoke. And then only after like a solid five to ten seconds of continuing to finish whatever he was doing on his phone, did he look up, not even, I don't think, look you in the face, but sort of like look off to the side and then say hesitantly, yes. (laughs) So it's unclear to me at least. Chris Moore staple. That's your side of the story. But Mike, please, yes. Anyways, uh, this is us. It's uh, it's in the home stretch right now of its final season. I think there's maybe three episodes left to go. Final uh, season, what? Of, a, of an 18-episode season. Yes, you catch up. This is not the final season, though, is what you just said. It's in the final stretch of its first oh. season. Oh, okay, okay. It's debut season. And uh, I would say it's, it's on really just solid, stable ground. And it, it continues uh, week, week after week to just deliver these really... Um, poignant, emotionally charged stories about about this family um, on a, just a, a really just interesting level. Um, th- this past week dealt um, for if, for those who aren't familiar with the format of the show, it, it crosses between uh, each episode crosses between uh, the present day lives of of these characters in their thirties and um, flashbacks of their parents raising them as children. Oh, That's sort of the the theme of of, of each episode each episode and um this week it really kind of cemented this 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 long story it's been telling about about brotherhood and the relationship between uh these two brothers one of which is 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 black and adopt and was adopted um and it 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 sort of climaxed in this this really touching scene in which uh the the kevin character um abandons his his responsibilities to it to this play that he was performing and to to be there in support of his brother who's sort of suffering from from crippling anxiety and as a way of like making amends for for his failures to do so um while they're as as adolescents um, mm. in, in the, the flashback scenes of the episode 
and it, I would I would call it a, a series high point. Um, it was wow. really cool, and uh, I was I was really impressed with it. Um, and just, the, just there are other stories. Some some don't work as well. Some aren't aren't firing on on uh, on high a cylinder as as others. Um, but there's just a lot of goodwill that the that's going for the show right now. Uh, I'm excited for uh, the the final th- final three. Um, the father, the char- the Jack character, we learned very early on, passed away um, in the, in the flashback. Or in <laughs> let me rephrase, uh, the adult characters um, in present day, their their father Jack, who we who we know as a very well formed character in the flashback scenes, we know that at some point in their past he died, mm-hmm. and we're sort of been working towards um, finding the truth of of how he died. Uh, over over these last few episodes, uh, so that's going to be a huge thing, I think. Um, th- these final three, learning just exactly how he died. Um, so, I'm excited for that as well. Great stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, it does sound, it does sound good. M- maybe we should enter into sort of like a bartering type deal where we say, okay, Chris and I will watch three episodes of the, of This Is Us. Although it sounds great, you watch maybe. Um, what, what were we talking about? Ta- taboo, taboo, you know, like maybe start with one, do an even trade and see if we can I'm okay with that. buy, yeah, I'm open buy to into that. it. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we can, uh, we'll, we'll have to draft up a legal document, uh, just to make sure we have all, all of our bases covered we'll post it on the site. <laughs> yeah, we'll post it on the site. Um, but cool. And then, um, you've also, uh, you've been watching girls. Girls is back this this past week for its sixth and final season. Chris, you watched Girls once, right? I like the first episode. Ever. Really? That's all you I gave so. it? I think so. Yeah. You had enough of Lena Dunham. It was. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't. It didn't stick me. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, it's back, and uh, with a really just funny, solid episode of Girls. Um, the, this is the final season, like I said. So we're really sort of entering a period in which we're starting to see these these characters. Uh, mature a little bit. I mean, as best as as they could, as they possibly could. <laughs> uh, this this episode we saw some uh, professional success for Lena Dunham's character Hannah. Um, she finally uh, got an article published in the New York Times. She's an aspiring writer, and she was uh, hired uh, as a freelancer to spend some period of time in the the Hamptons in a in a some sort of surfing class and to, to write about the experience of, of being around all the, these housewives sort of learning how to surf for the first time um, <laughs> and it starred a guest star Riz Ahmed from, from the night of from uh, from Rogue One wow. it's just sort of the, this ditzy like surfer bro <laughs> was and, that the male lead in Rogue One? No, no he was the, the the pilot. It was the guy that got like the monster, like zapped his marine. Oh, the the, the pilot. pilot. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and he he, he was uh, her love interest throughout the episode, and uh, he was really funny. I think it was it, just a one episode arc. Yeah, I think we've probably yeah. seen the last of him, but he's just a, a really impressive actor, and yeah. uh, he's had quite a year, mm-hmm. quite a year for him. Um, we also touched in with uh, Adam Driver. Um, star of another star wars movie the the main star wars trilogy uh kylo ren rocking his just luscious kylo ren locks <laughs> like man i'm really envious of that hair <laughs> uh, but you could tell he's in like full kylo ren hair mode like as he it's as he like appears it throughout the show yeah <laughs> uh and some of his scenes with um with his 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 screen partner, um, actress plays Jessa. Uh, Disney probably doesn't like like seeing their their star uh, doing some of the things that, that he does in the show. <laughs> but yeah, uh, girls is girls, and it's uh, and really just solid footing right now. And uh, I'm ex- I'm excited to to watch this, this final season. That's awesome. That's awesome. How, how many seasons? Six. So we won't be catching up with you anytime soon. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. That's okay. Let's talk about something we, we've all watched. 
Mm-hmm. Talking, of course, about DS. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but DS is coming back. Just wait for it. Let's talk about the young Pope. Yep. Uh, now, Mike, you've told us that you have watched everything. I was four episodes behind, two weeks behind, if you're going by the way HBO distributed them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I marathoned the final four episodes in the past two days. You did it. And as Chris mentioned earlier, that that's a lot of young Pope in <laughs> such a short amount of time. He's not sure if he, he would have been able yeah, to do it. And I'll be honest, I struggled. Like, that is not the most just... Binge-worthy show. Binge-worthy, interesting, <laughs> moment-to-moment show. And it, it can be really just drab and boring. I don't know. Yeah. In spots. Um, it just doesn't cap- catch your attention as much as, as other shows. It really does have a lot of aspects of like a like a European or like an Italian like indie like film to, to me, yeah, except totally. for it's starring Jude Law. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's also it's a show where you have to like you have to really pay attention and like you have scene. to immerse yourself in the world. Of and it there are as well. multiple you can't just scenes, sort of watch it. Yeah, there are multiple passively. scenes per episode that are completely in a foreign language. So like you can't it's not a good binge watching show. I'll tell you I'll tell you guys something. It's not it's not a John Wick spoiler, but John Wick goes to Rome mm-hmm. and they are like at the Vatican and I and when they were panning like the establishing shot or whatever, I was like, I know this place very well. <laughs> like I've 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 seen maybe these shots this, a couple times. Maybe they're in the same universe, cinematic universe. <laughs> well, I really want to tell you guys one thing about about John John Wick. It's it like it is it, just a joke, sure. so it has nothing to do with it. So I guess small joke spoiler for John Wick. There's like. The secret underground society that exists in New York exists worldwide. So there's another one of those hotels in Italy. And he goes in and he's like, oh, John Wick, like an Italian guy walks up and they sit down and he just goes like, are are you working? And then uh, John Wick goes like, yeah. And then he goes, I only have one question. And then he says in Italian, are you here for the Pope? (laughs) (laughs) And then John Wick pauses and goes no <laughs> but i was like man that could sort of fit with the, with the, the young pope so it's interesting that you you say that chris who, who knows yeah. but um anyway the episodes seven and eight those were the episodes where he is is that when he goes to to, to africa and then the next one i think that was just eight think, yeah so the one before that seven it might have been spoken about now, Mike, did you, you probably didn't realize this, but I played a big joke on you. Chris, do you know what I'm about to say? Yeah. When you hadn't seen those two episodes, I said to Chris, Chris, what do you think is going to happen in the relationship between Lenny and Andrew, the guy that died? <laughs> his childhood friend. And Chris what knew. Was his name Spencer? Spencer? No, Spencer died too, but we're talking about the the, the guy that, that that was his childhood friend. But yeah. his childhood friend's name was Spencer. Cardinal Spencer is the old guy. Unless maybe that's his last name. I can look it up. I'm pretty sure his first name is Andrew. Anyway, bottom line is it was a funny joke that he played. It on. was a He's funny joke. Guy. He was. He was <laughs> we both knew that he died, Mike. Do you even realize the, I, the joke that, 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 that was played on, on you? Uh, well, no, no diss to you because it couldn't have even gone over your head. It was that good of a joke. Like you didn't even know, like it wasn't even a go over your head joke. It was just, it was just a nice moment. And then I got to watch Chris like squirm because like he didn't want to react to ruin it for you. Uh, and uh, so that was, that was pretty good. Let's well, see. Let, well, let me, let me first ask Mike, do you agree with us that the tale four episodes kind of move the move the season along in a different way where he you kind of saw the light within him a little bit uh no i will i don't agree uh, okay. i thought the final four episodes were more scattered and sporadic and inconsistent than the previous half of the season um they, they just sort of as time wore on i just sort of lost patience with the show and i i ultimately wound up uh, admiring it and respecting it more than liking it or enjoying it. Mm. 
<laughs> I mean, that, that's putting it kindly, I would say. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't really understand the, the, the arc that, that Lenny went on from, from the beginning to the, to the end. Uh, I never got good insight into to what he was thinking or, or who, what, just, what, what was really is. going on with him. I, I never understood. Like, I never understood his motivations for why he did the things that he did. Well, do we have to understand? I mean, yeah, yeah. I think for for a, a, the star of your show and for your your audience's ab- ability to to relate and care about your your star, you you have to understand their motivations. And I never I never got that with with him. I mean, he's an orphan, Mike. That's 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 not good enough. Well, I, th- I think where, where you would relate is a lot of his problems are stemming from him being an orphan and him having this feeling that he's been missing something and that there's these answers are out there kind of similar to his, his the knowledge that is out there with his with his family. Why did he knowledge. want to bring the Catholic Church back to the Stone Age? Why was he so like ardently against homosexuality and because abortion? Cardinal Spencer his like sp- spiritual father like he was extremely conservative so that was just his upbringing within the church was because he was under him who was very it felt conservative. like an act to me though it, no, I, I didn't i never felt like he he was crazy See, that's he was a crazy guy your take on it was interesting my take on why he was so conservative is because his family he basically the only thing he knew about his family was that they were hippies that they left him and then his answer to that is to swing in the completely opposite direction and be extremely conservative. Well, That's you know, just just to be clear, that was sort of my screen bet when we spoke with a friend of the podcast, Colin Smith, who, who, who plays Lenny's father in the show, mm-hmm. um, was that something would happen during his childhood that made him go like off the deep end of con- con- conservativeness, which I think is also... Uh, like after watching it, I think that is part of it too. Like I think he probably bought into what Cardinal Spencer was doing more because he wanted to go as far as he could on on that side. Also, I've I've just looked looked it up. So the the red haired Cardinal, his, his name is is Andrew. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, James Cromwell's character is 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 Spencer. It's Andrew de Solier. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how much they say his, but isn't his. Cromwell's character first name is Michael, isn't it? Is it the last name Spencer? Yep. Okay. <coughs> Cardinal Spencer. Got it. Yeah. Um Okay. Good joke confirmed. <laughs> yep. Good joke confirmed. <laughs> um I think come on, you have to admit when he the the episode where he goes to Africa is like cr- crazy. It it, it it was so good. It was I mean, good. No, the final moments are crazy. But like, I'm not so sure. Though. He's just this entity. The itself was that crazy. Like, isn't it? And Chris, I think you know more a lot more about the Pope and the Vatican as far as this this group of people here. Um, isn't that sort of like thinking about how the Vatican and the Catholic Church and the Pope are in real life? Like, haven't they traditionally been like so- shrouded in? a good amount of mystery like that's sort of what he is right like we're we're getting to see this like like this very like all of this stuff that we would never be shown um and like he's he's just 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 crazy like but doesn't that sort of echo the real life like it's possible and there probably are people that are in leadership roles in the vacuum that yeah. are crazy like well, there are some you know there are some theories where like why for so long was the Bible only printed in Latin? Why do priests speak in Latin? Uh, and some people feel that it's it's because Latin isn't very well known, and especially back then, uh, like I'm talking about like, like a thousand years ago, people didn't know Latin, let alone they couldn't read Latin, so they couldn't read a Bible, which meant anytime you wanted any spiritual guidance, whether it be like, what's this passage say? What happened in the story of Goliath? You had to go to a priest. And they were the one hmm. conveying they would, it to you. Yeah. And right when, like, basically when the Gutenberg Bible came out, uh, right when the Bible or any religious text was written in the common tongue, that's when you start getting, like, 
offshoots and people starting to say, oh, well, you know, I take this passage as meaning this, or it says here, you don't become the the go-to, you don't become the be-all, end-all for anything. Uh, and when Lenny mm-hmm. adds this mystery back into it, it brings this air of mystery and wanting to know what he's all about that you could argue has been lost in the modern day times of the Vatican and that could it's definitely good marketing if that's what he's going for well I think he definitely was sort of explicit about going for at least most of that right yeah yeah what do you guys think about how some of these because I know you think Mike that we didn't get we didn't get a lot of answers as far as him and I, I agree, although I think we did get a little bit like it's just I think that's just who who he is. Like he doesn't really know. Like he knows he has his beliefs. He knows that he doesn't know who who his parents are. And he has that missing piece of his life. Like he knows that he, you know, like all of like sort of the stuff with the, that that young couple and their baby and stuff like mm-hmm. he has these like instances of like extreme compassion and caring and then like so much of him is also just like a crazy like ass like like he's just has all of these aspects to him i think it's just a guy that like and i think he admits what, as much like he just doesn't know in the end why did he allow himself to be seen in in broad daylight for with all the cameras watching all the people gazing at him why why did he the, arrive at that place well because he was ultimately inspired by that story of that other young girl right that sister mary was talking about or was it the other guy that was talking yeah the the other guy told him about it. Yeah, they were trying to make the little girl into a saint and he was like and to be fair like i I feel like he's been inspired by things before but he just hasn't been able to push himself like to give himself the internal like this is what i should do like and i think that that story like did didn't he like copy exactly what she said like his speech was just reading her words right yeah it wasn't a copy he was like quoting he was so i think that's like like still it wasn't even really him like he came out into the light but he was just saying what this other person said Mm -hmm. um but i don't know i think we're definitely still and and i know that you you guys don't watch as much of the after the episode interviews they do with sorrentino and stuff which i love bringing up um but uh they were talking with the 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 showrunners or what whatever the team and sorrentino said uh at the very end we're not supposed to know um if it's his parents are not, we're not supposed mm-hmm. to know sort of what the ending is. Also, the ending was like so like first of all, the end at at the at the very end when we are coming back, I thought that was pretty good. Like but just um It's like the end of book one. I series. did love he takes out like his little telescope. <laughs> like he's just panning the crowd. I did like I did like the like, scene when he was given the telescope, he was like says it can see for 150 meters (laughs) and the guy's like and he's like thank you and then his friend is like all these people really want to see you and he's like no (laughs) i uh i will not turn around i just thought it was so uh like he's still even in this last episode is when he shit on the trip to go and actually see like wasn't his he was gonna go on a trip to go and actually see where this girl's like village was or whatever so yeah and he's still like he doesn't go and then his excuse is is just like they'll understand soon or whatever and i mean okay well when a miracle supposedly happens the catholic church sends out an emissary to like to like confirm the miracle like they gotta be like all right this is a real miracle so i'm sure like he want, I'm sure the guy that was talking with Lenny wanted to be like, wow, it would be like a great honor if you... I remember that, that, that happened on Lost. I remember Mr. Echo was sent to investigate a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Shout out Lost. <laughs> um, do you think... Okay, a couple questions. First, Chris, not to get too uh, religious or anything here. Do you think if what happened in this show happened in real life that 
Lenny is actually being helped by God? Like, do you think that he's performed miracles? Um, if you want to get super in, I think in the universe of the show, he's definitely God is present and he has some force with God. If that's what you're asking. Okay. So if this was real, then he would legitimately have performed these miracles through the, God in the universe of this show. If it were, if that were to happen like right now, I'd say, how did you, how, how could you prove that it was God that did that and not some other entity? Like, say, maybe the devil. Okay. Okay. Um, even though, like, these things directly happen, like, when he gets down, he prays to God, asks for something specific, and, and, and it happens. Yeah. And he's the Pope. Sure. Uh, okay, a, cu- a couple of things we didn't get to talk about last time about episodes seven and eight. But first, I love just his overall, like, like s- sometimes you'll forget, like, he's an American and it's Jude Law. And then, like... Like you'll be doing all this pope pope type stuff, and then oh, you're you're supposed to go and and help these children. He'll just be, oh, <laughs> I'm do your poor guy. <laughs> yeah, and I love how he got like wicked pissed at at the kids, and then I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> okay, kids, we're gonna go eat hot hot dogs. Um, and then something like that happened when they were traveling to Africa that I'm for- forgetting about. Um. Well, he like it was revealed that that woman was like hoarding all of the water, and he had to like do like a. He, he killed her with his power, right? So you think within the the universe of the show, as you say, that he did kill her with his power? Oh yeah. So he does have power. I don't think I don't know if he has power, but I think that when that God has listened to him and God has smote people. Um, do you think, uh, in the universe of this show, what, what would happen if it was Lenny Ballardo versus John Wick? Who would win? John Wick. John Wick would shoot him in the face. Yeah, but he's, it's been proven that Lenny Ballardo has the power of God. Yeah, but it takes time and like, hmm, energy to, to summon the power of God. That's true. Like, he really needs to go for it. Also, who's to say John Wick doesn't have God on his side? As well? Because if you're going to kill the Pope, you don't have God on your side? What if the Pope's bad? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, I think, a central question bad of this Pope show. <laughs> I do, okay. Another minor miracle. Man, at the beginning of that one episode, he stays underwater for like 30 minutes. Slow, slow motion. That, that man was underwater for Why so did he long. never mourn the loss of his foster brother? We never really we never really saw that on screen. Like he never That is true. He never really cared. Yeah, did we never get his reaction to Andrew's death? He might have been like, Well, at that time his foster brother turned his back on the church, right? And flew and like ran off to That is true. I think he specifically told him not to do that. So right? he might he might have been like That guy was a mess. That guy was a ladies' man. And a man's man. And a man's, and a man's man. man. <laughs> he was a, he was a party animal. <laughs> and that, 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 the son of that, that woman that tried to seduce him at that house tried to rape him. <laughs> that was, I know, like, ra- like ob- obviously it was, was bad, but like, that was so random. Was he successful in raping? I couldn't tell. No. Um, I could not believe I, what I was think happening. that guy was in the crowd, too. Really? I, think I saw his face as, as Lenny was like panning the crowd. Yeah. Okay. That so when that scary. happened, obviously like that is a horrible horrible thing but I I was like could anything else like just crazy happen to this dude like he just he's already like completely like wasted and getting driven home and like he's had all these like little like mini affairs with with people and all this stuff all of a sudden like I mean, weren't weren't you just like, what is this guy doing? Like, like no, like this has already gone too too far. Like, how much more can this guy take? And then, in fact, it did end up that he was killed. So he took even more. Like, this man's life is just like so insane. <laughs> like he's a cardinal. He's a cardinal. Oh boy. Oh man. Does everyone at, at the Vatican smoke? Do you, do you think as a uh, as demonstrated in, in this show? I'd say it's probably less and less mm. as time goes on. I bet the, bet the Pope doesn't smoke. The current Pope himself? Yeah. The young Pope does, though. Damn straight. <laughs> so what did you guys think about 
I mean, we also had sort of tying up Sister Mary's story. She was sent 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 away to fill to fill the void of that woman that he had God murder. Yeah. 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 Hopefully he doesn't Man, can you imagine? I don't know why Sister Mary would be interested in, in something like that. That's a great that's a great work. It is. I could totally understand if yeah, she's she, just she, devoted to that, you know. She, she has the, the cozy like luxury of, of the of the Vatican. Like what, what if she God, wants to help people? Gonna go live it in some remote African village. Well, first she has no choice, right? <laughs> but then second, she cl- clearly was happy with it. I I could see like she spent her whole life helping children. She wants to yeah. go and she'll go and help them. Uh, so that was a- a- any other like endings that we uh, experienced. The one of the final scenes with Voyello, who I thought was the MVP of the season. Yeah, I liked him a lot. he he, he yeah. was really good. Yeah, uh, when he he's talking to that disabled boy, his best friend. I thought it was yeah. really funny that he kept referring to him as, as his best friend, <laughs> where he sort of teased the uh, the the mystery of 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 that man that disappeared. I forget his name. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, Donnie, or the man who the the goat guy, the yeah. goat man. Yeah, who who vanished and like people were investigating the, the disappearance of uh, Voyolo. It's like I I could never tell you what happened. So it it was kind of revealed that he had something to do with with his disappearance, but uh, mm. just just saving it for mean. season two. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah that whole. Man, Voyello has so much going on too. He just wants his power, and Lenny's not. Lenny's and he, he was working so hard, like in the service of 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 undermining and uh, of undermining the Pope with the the intention of like removing him from that position. Um, and then he, that that just kind of dropped. I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> well, he the, got the, owned. The, the yep. young Pope was proven to be unblackmailable. I understand yeah. that, but then I was then. It's true. Episode I watched. I think it was episode seven, and then he was he was like back on the the back on the case on the case, to, to, with with the, with that flash drive that of, did happen a couple times. Like, yeah, where's this coming from? I thought you you already stopped this 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 mission of yours. He did why say. You, why are you back? He on the started table? up and said he was gonna stop multiple times, <laughs> but then like then it got to the point where like. Also, multiple times, like, he had a direct conversation with Lenny about it, where Lenny, like, well, for, for a little while, L- L- Lenny was nervous. Like, there, there was a time where he was, like, afraid they were, like, he insinuated they might poison his food and stuff, that whole yeah. thing. But, yeah, once he came out and said, <laughs> as as Chris so eloquently put, he was unblackmailable, like, there was just nothing else to be done. <laughs> Like he's just this entity. It really yeah. is is pretty crazy. But what did you guys take away from that that final scene, where he may have seen, de- definitely saw his parents, but then also saw either his parents or old hippie couple. <clears throat> I saw that as a reflection of the the speech he should have made at the beginning of the series, and how he's come full circle to. He's found his way through these waters, and now he's reached the place where he should be, and hopefully he will continue to be in the next season. That, awesome. that, that may be true. I, I don't think it was earned, though. It was not an earned arc. Okay. What, what do you think was I the deal I with ultimately not everyone was smiling? He commanded them all to smile, but not everyone was. Shouldn't they all have been plastered with a smile on their face? They're there to see the Pope. This special day, he read this thing that gets everyone pumped and then commands you all to smile, and then some of them aren't smiling. Well, maybe some of them were, like, true believers when he was all hardcore, and now he's turned their back. <laughs> maybe, then, yeah. I will not smile. I think he, uh... Well, do you guys think it was his parents? I think it was his parents, yeah. I think so, yeah. Well... Paolo Sorrentino uh, came out and said that it's unsure. Even in his view, it's unsure. Okay, Paolo. But uh, I maybe we'll dive more into it next next season. Maybe. I'll be looking forward to it. Me too. Mike, what if they dig into the things that you think they didn't get get into? I mean, yeah, by all means. Uh, I'm not sure I'll, I'll be watching, though. All right, well. Maybe we we Fair can play. enter this into our negotiations. Uh, 
which we'll post uh, online live at screenclub.com. Speaking of online, Mike, where can we find you online? Uh, Twitter at linguistics underscore screeningclub.com. Chris? Twitter.com slash thatmorris and screeningclub.com. You can find me at therealjeffmore.com. And of course, on screeningclub.com, you can join us for more articles, insight, and to share your thoughts. And if you have any questions, comments, or thoughts that you'd like to uh, send to us by email, you can email us at screeningclub at gmail.com. Other than that, guys, thank you for joining us. We have some cool stuff coming up next week, so make sure uh, to engage with us, uh, and we will let you know. And until then, have a good week of watching, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>